You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. Hi there, Slow Down Society. Steph here, and welcome to episode 82 of the Slow Living Podcast. And today, we are going to talk about meditation and how to do it, and sort of meditation for normal people. And I'm not talking about sitting in this kind of zen stance where You have all the time in the world and everything sort of disappears around you and you are alone and maybe there's monks chanting and bells ringing and and perhaps you're on a field side or anything that you think meditation may mean to you. I'm going to kind of challenge you a little bit because I want you to incorporate every day meditation into your life. And I want you to try and find a way in the midst of a super busy day to slow down, to stop, to be tranquil, to find a little bit of Zen. So I want you to really think about how to incorporate the everyday slow into your life. Because being slow on purpose and slow living doesn't mean that you're not productive. It doesn't mean that you're not going out there and making things happen and taking names and doing all of the things. But I want you to be thoughtful and intentional and do the things on purpose. Otherwise, if you don't know what you're doing, you just start spinning your wheels and kind of going in this kind of perpetual hamster wheel where you're not thinking things through. You're not acting with intention. And that's really what slow living is about, is living on purpose. It's a lifestyle movement that emphasizes the importance of taking things slow and just enjoying and soaking in life's pleasures. And if you're a parent and you're trying to do all the things for all the people all the time, it's really difficult. But when you do take it on purpose, just a little bit of a pause and soak in these beautiful baby beings that you've brought into the world. Just think about how fulfilling that is. And I'm just asking you, as you go throughout your day, find little pockets of time where you can be at peace and unplug and cut out the noise and the nonsense and the clutter. So I want you to make a deliberate choice and try as you begin your day to focus on what truly matters 
rather than kind of being in firefighter mode and constantly rushing through and trying to get as much done in as little time as possible. So I don't know about you, but if you're kind of a recovery type A personality and you thrive on to-do lists and you get this little like a dopamine fix every time you cross things off your list, the idea of meditating and sitting and doing nothing is really difficult. The idea of just sitting <laughs> and, and, not, and not doing something at the same time can really feel foreign. And so I want you to suspend your disbelief just a little, because I promise when you start to incorporate meditation, you actually will start to feel calmer, more at peace, and more collected in your body. And in turn, it will actually make you be more productive. So if you find that you have too many things to do and not enough time to do it, starting and beginning a meditation process, especially for you type A-ish people out there listening, you know who you are. You can look at it as another way to actually be more productive when you do take the time to learn how to quiet your your busy brain, your monkey brain. Um, And so that's what we're going to talk a little bit today. And I'm going to just kind of walk you through some exercises. But the goal here is to cultivate a sense of balance, contentment, well-being, because I want you to live out the life of your dreams, a fulfilled life, a meaningful life. And we've talked about it before. And if you haven't already uh, downloaded the Slow Down and Simplify ebook, it's free on the stephanieoday.com website. And I talk about all of these things in much more detail in that PDF book. You can also go back and re-listen to the first few episodes of this podcast. And it really just kind of sets the stage for, for what we're trying to do here, what we're trying to achieve. But just as a little bit of a recap, if you are new, and if you are new, welcome. Thank you for being here and leave a review (laughs) because the more people we reach, the better. But the five steps is to just start where you are and declutter what you think isn't working in your life. And so from a really basic standpoint, you can declutter physical things. You can clean out a closet. You can clean out the trunk of your car. You can do those things. But also you can start saying no to things on your calendar and declutter your calendar. And if obligations are coming up and your heart just isn't in them, say no. Just just cross them out. And it doesn't need to be forever and ever and ever, but for right now, simplify and, and declutter. One thing that's really helpful to me and to many of the women I work with is their inbox, their email inbox. And so we go through kind of a detox where the cutting out the noise and the nonsense and, and the kind of hypey overdrive email of do this and you will have the life of your dreams and 10 bazillion dollars by tomorrow kind of thing. So, so cutting out and, and unsubscribing on purpose is really validating. And then step two is know where you're going. Um, figure out what the end goal is, where are you headed? Um, And then from there, you start creating an action plan. And from that action plan, you start taking little tiny baby steps 
daily and working towards what you're doing in, in this state of just kind of knowing deep down inside that you'll get there when you get there and there's no rush and, and just staying present in, in this state of gratitude as you're inching towards it. And then the last one is just you're tweaking and you're modifying and, and you're figuring out what works for you because what works for you is might not be what works for your sister might not work for the lady down the street. So only you know you, your family, your life, your personal circumstances. And so how this incorporates into meditation is when you know what you're supposed to be doing and you're not doing it, there's some sort of block there. There's there's something that's keeping you from moving forward to, to meet out your goals and in your dream life. And many times you find out what is holding you back when you learn how to meditate and you go quiet because the answers start to come to you. So from a very, very basic uh, kind of uh, how-to approach, I like to meditate first thing in the morning. And I sit on my yoga mat in a quiet kind of darkish room with my cup of coffee and I just sit. And um, because our, our house makes little noises and creaks, I, I find something to focus on. Um, it could be the sound of a heater, the sound of a fan, um, a white noise, but some noise that isn't like super sporadic, like a dripping faucet isn't going to be super helpful. Um, a, a random airplane noise isn't going to be helpful. So um, I do suggest if you've got one, a white noise machine or the sound of a fan that you can just kind of focus on. And not focus that you're thinking to yourself, I'm listening to a fan, I'm listening to a fan, I'm listening to a fan. But just you're you're hearing it and and then letting your mind just kind of naturally wander around and then not beating yourself up for whatever thoughts happen. You're just kind of watching them pass by. And, and many people talk about looking at your thoughts as if they're clouds and they're just passing by and you're trying not to fix eight on one thing. So if when you're quiet and, and it's up to you here, if your eyes are open or closed, um, in yoga, we use the term dristi. And so it's just kind of a focus point. So just finding something to look at and, and not looking at it to the point where you're going cross-eyed or, or you think you're going to pass out. Like it's just very gentle. Just keep your eyes very gentle. I, I personally just usually look down at my cup of coffee or the yoga mat, or a corner in the room, or something like that. There's nothing super fancy that I have to look at. Um, if you want to light a candle and look at a candle, that's all for it. You can be as fancy and as ritually, ritualistic as you'd like. Um, and, and it will end up being a habit and something that you really, really look forward to the more you do it the more you practice. And it will never look the same two days in a row. 
And it will never, ever, ever be perfect because it's a practice, very similar to yoga, very similar to learning how to play the cello. You just have to practice and and just keep at it. Um, In general, when I sit for the, the reasoning of meditating for the reasoning of quieting my brain and kind of centering myself. Um, For me, I no longer set a timer, um, but it's roughly 10-ish minutes. And then from there, I start my journaling process. And my journaling process is I use my 30 Days to a New You journal. Um, That's on Amazon. You can also get the details at stephanieoday.com forward slash daily, D-A-I-L-Y. So that's my daily 30-day journal. Um, And then I also have a a worksheet that I do and that you can um, print out at that same stephanieoday.com forward slash daily um, page. And what I like about these is they're fill in the blanks. They're, They're literally paint by numbers. It's you don't have to think. You don't have to necessarily brain dump. You don't have to fill out a to-do list. You're just answering the questions and, and just doing that and letting your brain empty it. And what I like about doing the journaling after I do the meditating is I'm in this sort of I've got nowhere to be mindset and mode And it just feels gentle and it feels loving and I'm not rushed in any way. And I know that there's no right or wrong way to do this. And and then since I'm already on my yoga mat, I do a little bit of yoga stretches here and there. Um, I like yoga. I like um, moving. It's not a a particular sequence or sun salutations or something. I just kind of do what feels Good. Some days I'm more energetic than others and I get into a warrior sequence or a lunge sequence and, and other times I just do some gentle stretches and some cat-cow. If you've never done yoga ever, 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 and these uh, warrior words that I'm using in cat-cow um, are foreign to you, then um, on YouTube you can look up any sort of beginner's yoga. I really like yoga with Adrienne and she has many, many uh, yoga videos for beginners. And then um, I also have an app on my phone called Down Dog. Uh, I think it's either Down Dog or Downward Dog. I think it's Down Dog. And it's cute. It's a very, very good yoga app. It even on their beginner sequence, is pretty challenging. So if you're brand spanking new to yoga, I would definitely look up Adrienne first and get some of the basics um, and model her and watch her before you start doing down dog because even on the slowest setting and the most beginner setting, it's, um, it, it's pretty challenging and I don't want you to hurt yourself accidentally. Okay, so back to, to the how to meditate part. Um, I'm sure you've seen ads and and things on TV and on the radio for um, guided meditation, like the Calm app or or different daily um, meditative type things. And that's great. That's wonderful. But a guided meditation is not sitting and just um, being still and kind of being quiet with your thoughts. And there's a time and a place for both. 
But on a, on a regular basis, I would love for you to learn how to just sit and, and just let your mind wander without judgment because the guided meditations, while they're wonderful, you, they can end up kind of being a, a bit of a crutch. And so you feel like you can't meditate or you can't do certain things because the app broke or your credit card hasn't updated or you don't have the whole three to five minutes of the guided meditation. But once you can learn how to center yourself, you can get into this sort of state in the middle of an airplane ride um, train ride in the middle of a super boring meeting at work, you can find a way to kind of calm yourself down and, and quote unquote, check out um, mentally, even if you're somewhere physically. So I do like guided meditations and, and I'll follow them here and there. And if you need help kind of learning how to harness your, your brain and, and harness your breath, it might be very, just kind of valuable for you. Um, but I'll walk you through kind of a three-minute guided meditation right now, and we can do it together. Obviously, if you're driving or if you're out on a walk or, or doing something where where you can't get into a kind of comfortable position, um, this would not work for you, and so I don't recommend <laughs> you doing it. But... Um, but if if you've never followed along to a guided meditation, you might really enjoy this and it might um, just kind of make you feel good in your body. So the first step is to find a comfortable seated position and very gently close your eyes. Now again, if closing your eyes makes you feel uncomfortable and too vulnerable and you'd like to keep your eyes open, that is okay. Do what feels right to you. So just soften your eyes and find um, the corner of a page, the corner um, where the wall hits the ceiling or the wall hits the floor. But just be gentle with your eyes. Many people are very uncomfortable with their eyes closed. And because of that, they have decided, well, this isn't for me. So I don't want you to use that as an excuse. Okay. Take a deep breath and exhale slowly. Allow your breath to settle into its natural rhythm without trying to control it. Bring your attention to your body and notice any areas of tension or discomfort. Relax your jaw. Take a few deep breaths. With each exhale, Allow your body to relax and release tension. Soften your eyebrows. Soften your ears. Lower your shoulders. Bring your attention back to the present moment. Notice any sounds around you. The sensation of your breath moving in and out of your body and any physical sensations you may be feeling. As you continue to focus on your breath, bring to mind the principles of slow living. Mindfulness, simplicity, intentionality. 
Picture yourself living your life at a slower pace and taking time to appreciate the simple things and savoring every moment. Imagine yourself simplifying your schedule and reducing unnecessary distractions. Visualize yourself being intentional in your actions and decisions and taking time to consider what truly matters. Take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, allow these principles of slow living to sink in and feel a sense of calm and peace wash over you. When you're ready, take a few more deep breaths, and if your eyes are closed, gently open them and come back to the here and the now. Take a moment, notice how you feel, and carry this sense of calm and intentionality with you as you go throughout the day. Okay, as always, I think you are absolutely amazing and wonderful. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing this with your friends and anyone else you think might benefit. Consider yourself loved and hugged, and I will see you again next week. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.